Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Happy Sunday. How is everyone feeling this morning? Oh, not bad. That was pretty good, I have to say. There's been better, but there's been worse. Um, just wanted to make a few announcements here uh, for maybe some of the first-timers or the uh, repeat offenders who like to hear me talk. Uh, if you need to use the restroom at any time during the service, it's back through that door and to the left. If you get lost along the way, TJ is back there. He's wearing a jacket that has the Lakers logo on it. Looking sharp. Nice mustache. Um, <laughs> uh, Hitler. If you wouldn't, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind, uh, please check your cell phones. Silence the cell phones. Thank you. Right off the jump, checking the cell phones. A lot of people not checking the cell phones. Don't appreciate it. Um, it's going to be awkward if they go off. I'll say it again. Silence the cell phones, please. Anyways. Uh, no food or drink. I think everyone's covered on that uh, before, during, or after the service. Um, anyways, this is a fellowship, so if you have a question or comment anytime during the service, raise your hands. I will bring you a mic. Samuel will bring you a mic. And if you could, please hold the mic in the fashion that I am holding it. So everyone in here, as well as home at home, uh, can hear you crystal clear. Uh, if you happen to be looking at the chat, they complain a lot. But they have high standards, so just hold the mic just so. Uh, and as far as the announcements go, that's all for me. Thanks for coming. Happy Sunday. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> did they clap for you last Sunday, Nate, when you did it? <laughs> they did? They did clap? Uh, it was, what? I mean, for Nick. Oh, yeah. did? Well, it was so boring, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm joking. Just joking. Sammy, how was your little interview today? Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube channel there. And Hank will get your questions and comments to me. Thank you so much. And thank you all for coming. Good morning, everybody. Amazing morning, right? It's so hot out there. Nice. Not so hot, but it's so nice out there right now. Um, Any questions or comments or anything? Especially from... For the new timers who came a long ways, and hi. hi, any questions? No questions. Uh, this is your first time here. This is my first time. Uh, what's your name? Marcy. So, Marcy, how did you find us? Through you, YouTube. Oh, okay. And what was your first impression of of you? Yeah. At first, I thought you were saying the great white hoe. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I. My apologies. That's um, all right. <laughs> then I, I noticed a lot of my friends follow you, and I and I was wondering why they were following you. I thought you were insulting Trump, 
but then I I started listening to your to your videos and I noticed that you just keep it 100. So I I I would send your videos to my brother and to my father. Yeah. And uh, they loved it. So every morning I wake up and I make coffee for myself and my father and we watch you and we just I I, I love how um, you just put everyone in their place and um, <laughs> I just I appreciate it. You're welcome. I think you're you're funny, but I love your cadence and I love how calm you are because I just think that's that's a gift. It is from God. Too. From God. Absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't want his children overreacting to the world. Right. So he makes it so you don't overreact. Have you forgiven your mother and stuff? Uh, no. And why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, because I, 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 I don't know. I have not, no. Really? Are you afraid to do it? I'm not afraid to do it, but I... It's the the things that happen in my family are constantly going through my mind all the time. Yeah. And and as an adult, I'm triggered by events. Yeah. So. So it's going through your mind and you through your mind and you're triggered by what you remember. Yeah. So certain things in life, um, I'm triggered by it, and then I'll remember it from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, things like that. I forgave my father, which we're. That's my buddy. That's my best right friend. Yeah. Yeah. But why? But you have to forgive your mother so you can get over the mind thing. I I agree with you. So yeah. what are you waiting for? No, I love my mama. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, we love my mama. <laughs> if you love your mother, you will forgive your mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. What is it like knowing that you're an adult? And you're afraid to go to your mother to say, I'm sorry for resenting you. It's that, awkward. That's weird, huh? Mm-hmm. And do you know it's abnormal to be af- afraid of your mother? Yeah, of course it's abnormal. Yeah. So uh, how are you going to overcome that if you don't go to her? You're right. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. You'll say. <laughs> See? See? Hola. See? Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put off today what I could, you know, tomorrow what I could do today because right. life is on the promise to you now. Mm-hmm. I would, knowing what the situation is, knowing you need to forgive and not do it, that's not good. I agree. It would be different if you didn't know. You know what I mean? Right. So go face her. Take your father with you. You guys are tired down. We've tried, but she's like, eh. You tried to what? We've tried to speak with her and say sorry and stuff like that, but like, she'll fight back all the time. But let her fight back. It's okay. You just say, hey, I'm here to forgive you. I'm sorry for resenting you. Mm-hmm. And God will forgive you because you don't need her to, to apologize or admit or anything. Mm-hmm. God got it set up so nice where he will forgive you for resenting her. And it's up to her what she right. does. Yeah. So it's really easy set up that way. It'd be hard if we had to. We can only be free if they said, "Okay, I'm sorry." We'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But God got it set up for us, and He will forgive. Right. So we do it, all right? I will. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and then those trigger memories you have would disappear. Right. They start to get away from you. Mm-hmm. All right. Gotcha. Yes. Any questions or disagreements or anything? No, no. I don't. I'm not going to disagree with you. Amazing. 
Why not? I agree with you 100%. I uh, watch you every day. Yeah. Well, thank you. I do. My pleasure. Okay. This is your first time here, too? Yes. And what's your name? Viviana. Viviana? Yes. Um, thank you for coming. Have you heard the shows, too? First time? No. You never heard the no, show? No, not at all. So you don't even know what this is about? No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Buckle up. I'm just supporting my cousin, so I'm here with her. Nice. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Thank you. This is your first time? Yes, it is my first time. And what's your name? Marissa. Marissa, how did you hear about us? From this guy, actually, earlier this year, showed me your podcast. Who is that? My friend. Oh, you mom. don't really know who he is? Uh, not fully, no. <laughs> she said, this guy. <laughs> Can you ever? <laughs> Have uh, you heard any of the shows or anything? Oh, a lot. Yeah, I listen to you pretty frequently. Oh, I see. Yeah. Since what do you think of the shows? Took a while for me to fully understand everything, but there was something inside me that said to stick with you and hear you out and oh, okay. a lot of what you said eventually made sense when i started waking up so right on yeah. did you go and forgive like her i've forgiven my father but i'm working on the mother thing and how are you working on it just trying to muster up the courage and praying for that from god <laughs> <laughs> yeah isn't that amazing uh well we always thought the men were the bullies and really mm-hmm. the mothers yeah my uh, parents in the past few years split due to their own personal differences obviously um in the modern sense my dad messed up so he was very open to forgiveness anyway so that was a lot easier Um, my mother however was more i guess what you would say like the victim in a sense or she's playing that role um so she's a lot more defensive about stuff still and so what do you think would happen if you went to her in your mind what is telling you oh i see a lot of very emotional tears um maybe some flip tables or she tries to accuse me of a few things why it's not so easy to fight the things that she's fighting which i'd be forgiving her for but you know moms are usually defensive so right <laughs> and you don't know for sure that that's going to happen but because no. it's happened in the past your mind tells yes, you yeah. that that's what's going to happen right mm-hmm. um and it's harder because i see those things like the emotional tears and getting upset very easily i used to fall into that trap yeah um <clears throat> still do obviously um slip but it's harder when you know you're going to face something that you saw in yourself and don't want to see in yourself anymore. Right. Yeah. So, like she said, it's almost a sense triggering. Again, I don't want to slip myself. Um, I recommend you go and do it, mm-hmm. and you because you can't, you won't get become brave until after you do it. Yeah. You can't muster up the courage to do it. You have to do it with mm-hmm. the fear, and by facing the fear, you will overcome it. Right. And and uh, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But. That's all the way it's going to happen. You're not going to be strong and then do it. You become strong afterward because she controls you right now. Mm-hmm. She took your courage away. Yeah. So you got to face her. And when you're telling her that she started crying, you mm-hmm. see how you're looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> she started crying. Ah. You just, oh, she's crying. <laughs> and then you say, I just want to forget. Ah, not my fault. Your daddy did it. And you just mm-hmm. look at her like you're looking at a crazy movie. Yeah. <laughs> And let her act out, really. Just let her act out. It's not you. It's not personal. It's her refusing to face herself. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with you. And you'll walk away free. It's true. And you will never be afraid again. You will overcome fear. Yeah. If I stood up to her, I feel like I could stand up to a whole lot other things. You'll be able to stand up to the world like (laughs) not going now. 
And the way things are going in the world today, we need people of courage. Mm-hmm. We really do. We need love. And when you show her love by forgiving her, God will give you courage along with the love. Come courage. Mm-hmm. But you got to stand up to her. You got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end of the year, hopefully I'll find the time. By the end of the year? Well, you know, sometime between <laughs> now. <laughs> I have to give myself some loose boundaries. Sooner or better than later, but. Yeah, because yeah. as I just told the young lady here, you won't, tomorrow's not promised to you. Yeah. All you have is right now. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Any questions or disagreements about anything you've heard so far? Um, anything I had questions about over the past year with you have kind of gotten answered over time, so I can't think of anything as of right now. Right on. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, All glad right. to be here. His yes, turn? sir. Yes. Hello, Jesse. Hey, buddy. What's your name? My name's Ali. Hey, Ali. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Are you a boxer? I'm trying to be. I'm not. Really? Just for fun, though. <laughs> oh, I was just joking. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, uh, how did you hear about us? Through a Ukrainian friend. Really? About five years ago, something like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, what's your impression of the show and stuff? Right now? Um, I love it. Oh, good, I think man. it's great. Um, trying to get to that place of uh, where I can consider myself a man, you know? Um I moved out of mama's house this year. How old are you now? I just turned 30 in October. 30? You just now moved out of mama's house? I know. Man. I know. It sucks. And what made you move now? Well, I, why did you decide to move now? Well, I, fi- I got my, my degree and uh, got a job and I moved. Nice. Yeah. Good, man. I'm glad you moved. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, any questions about anything? Or disagreements and all that? <clears throat> disagreements, not so much. I do have a question, though. So I met this young lady next to me. Uh, I, I Who's your old lady? This is Marissa. This is oh. her. You remember yeah. her name? Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't seem to know each other's names. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to distance each other a little bit right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. but I ordered her online, um, you know, during the pandemic, trying to date and stuff. And so now we're trying to do things the right way. Yeah. But, you know, the dam- I feel like a lot of the damage has been done. And so my question to you is, like, do you have any suggestions on how we can get back on track? Yeah. If you were to get to know yourself, both of you, know yourself, and you see how messed up you are, because we're all born into sin, so everybody's screwed up. Yeah. There's not one that's not screwed up, right? And if you get to know yourself, you'll forgive her, and she will forgive you. It'll be a brand new. Because true forgiveness is to forget. Mm. And now that you both are trying to, you know, return to the Father and do the right thing, and you realize in that fallen state, nobody can judge nobody. And when you come out of it, you can't judge either because we're all the same, right? And so you forgive whatever has happened, let it go. And then you can start off right. It'll be amazing. Yeah. And to forgive me, don't bring it up anymore. Don't get into it at all. And just, especially if you apologize for what you've done, and just let it go. But you got to forgive. Yeah. So would you say I should apologize for being a beta? For being beta? Yeah. Uh, I know. Because really it's well, like I... You can help but be beta because we were born into mothers, through the mother. Right. So all men are betas until they forgive. 
But whatever happened, you don't have to stay here, but whatever happened, you can apologize for it. She'll let it go because she can't judge it. She's no better. Yeah. And uh, you're no better. So you'll see that. I'm telling you, to start out brand new, it'll be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because we were dating for a little bit, for about a year. And then I decided uh, I need to to be single for a while. And as when I started making that those changes in my life, yeah. like the moving out and everything. Yeah. And I feel like I've uh, been alone for about two months now. And well, how does it feel to be alone? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. You like it better to be with her? Oh, no, no, it's not like, not in that way. <laughs> Whoa, Jesse, I have a five-hour drive. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, I forgot what you were saying. Where are you from? Uh, we're originally from Odessa. I'm in Monterey that right now, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you've been alone for two weeks. Because you moved away from your parents. Right. Oh, right. I got you. Yeah, since uh, September. And, and so what's the problem with that? Well, we're broken up some s- signal. Single. We're single. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you guys not dating each other? No, not anymore. You don't like him? Can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you still like him? Yeah. You haven't forgiven him for whatever he did? Oh, yeah, I have. Oh, have you forgiven <laughs> her? Well, well, that's what I was trying to say. It's not that I've done anything to her. It's, <clears throat> it's more like we were just dating uh, the way Americans date, you know? Like the, the way uh, sex date. before marriage and, oh, I the, see. and the drinking and all that stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, if both of you were doing it, I don't understand what the problem You can't judge each other for that. Yeah. I guess I'm judging myself, really, is what it is. Oh, you're judging yourself? I think so. And, and why? It's a great question. I don't understand. I just feel like there's a standard that I've that I've come across through people like you and others, right. and I know I'm not there. But why are you judging that, though? I don't know. Cause I, and that's the problem. Human yeah. beings judge themselves, right? And, and the reader judge themselves because they've been trained to judge themselves. They've been told that the vices are, are the problem, when that's not the problem. It's the heart that's the problem. But you can't help but do the things you've done because you have been turned away from the Father. You have anger in your heart. So all the stuff you've done, you couldn't help it. Yeah. And God is not judging you for that. Why would you judge yourself? And you see that you can help yourself but do it. Nobody, most of you don't want to go out and destroy themselves. They don't want to go out and be alcoholics and drug addicts and all that stuff, but they can't help it. Yeah. So why judge yourself for something you couldn't help yourself with? Yeah, I think ultimately, if I had to answer that, I think it's because I feel like I'm a hypocrite. Like you're a hypocrite? Yeah. Compared to what? Everybody hypocrite. I know. <laughs> the yeah. one that said they're not doing a lie. They may not <laughs> yeah. drink, but they're doing something else. Yeah. Because all are born in sin, so you're doing something. Yeah. And that's not our concern. Just the concern is the heart. Yeah. So don't compare yourself to anyone. That way you don't see yourself as a hypocrite. That's a good point. Let them do what they do. You do what you do. You got to take your own road. You got to travel your own road. Would you say I should travel my own road, or, uh, road for, a little, for a good while? I mean, once you return to the Father, he will guide you down the road. You'll be fine. Okay. And what do you mean by travel your own road for a little while? <sighs> Without dating? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I see. 
So you don't want to date again right now? I don't know. I f- something inside me tells me I need that time to myself. Well, just be honest with her about it. Yeah. Be a I, man. And I am. I, you I know, try to be. You're a grown man. <laughs> As of like two months. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the way you become strong in, in, in these kind of moments, you know, now you're on your own, you like your freedom, you don't really want to date right now, and just say, no, I don't want to date right now. She'll appreciate that better. She might not like it at first, but she'll appreciate you said it. And then you'll be happy because if you start dating now and you don't really want to, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. What do you think would happen if you say, I, I really don't, I like, I like this freedom I have right now and I don't want to date anymore for now? What do you think would happen? Well, we're, that's actually, we're, we're, I've already said that. And we're, I mean, we're still friends, like we're here on a trip. Um, so it's good, I guess. So what's the problem there? The sin in Jesse. So you're still seeing it after you don't want to date yourself? Oh, yeah. And uh, that's not a sin. That's something you should not do. The sin is of the heart, and you can't stop that. You should try to not do it, but you can't stop it until the Father, he would take that away from you. He will cause you to overcome that. Don't judge yourself for it. And it's not something you just jump up and do, right? You're trying to abort it. But you can't stop yourself from that. That's another thing. Of ourselves, we could absolutely do nothing. And of ourselves, we absolutely know nothing. It's a spiritual battle. So you need to stop judging that so you can overcome it. He would cause you to overcome it. Yeah. We can't. When God caused me to wake up, that was the first thing I realized. Wow, I can't do anything about this. Because I was judging myself with my vices, right? Because I had believed a lie that we had to overcome that. That we could make ourselves overcome and I was struggling with it. I would go to church, ask the preachers. They're like, oh, you need to read the Bible some more. I read the Bible. And I did everything they said and that didn't work. But it wasn't until he changed my heart from anger to love. And then I saw that, wow, I can't absolutely do nothing. We're totally weak. But the ego doesn't want you to think that. It's enough to know that you don't want to be doing that now, and he'll, he'll stop you. He'll take the taste away. Thank but, you. But if you judge it, if you judge it, he can't take it away because you're playing God. Once I woke up, I had no more judgment about anything, myself or anyone else. No one. He just took it all away. And that's why you can deal with the issues of life without overreacting to them. Animals overreact to things. Sons and daughters of God be still and go through it. They overcome it. They don't overreact. So let that go. Are you doing the silent prayer? Oh, no. What? No. You heard about it? I have heard. Why are you not doing it? I don't. Well, suffering died in. What the? I know. We could have ended this conversation a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) How do you expect to get over it if you don't be still and let the Father take care of you? How do you expect to get over it? I don't expect it. Like, I know, it's almost like um, I'm kind of just soaking in in the, I don't know, I just um, can't think of the word. Like settled into it almost. Oh, into 
into suffering? Yeah. You settle into being wrong? What do you mean you settle into what? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like... Um, it's like I've been searching and I think I've found some answers and it's time to, the ch- to do the change, but I'm kind of stuck in that. Oh, do the silent prayer. Yeah. Morning and night. I have to do it for 32 years, nonstop, morning and night. And it's just been amazing. Yeah. Every, if you want to really, really overcome, you got to be still and let go. Let God's will be done. Because it's a spiritual battle, and really there's nothing we can do about it. Not zero. Reading about it is not going to stop it. Praying about it, hooping and hollering, carrying on, not going to stop it. Going to church every day, not going to stop it. Being still will stop it. He will cause you to overcome. Yeah. And it's a nasty world out there right now. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get worse. And so you want to be ready for it. But you got to do the silent prayer. I do have one more ans- uh, question, if that's all right. Oh, yeah, I just thought fine. of it. Af- absolutely. So I kind of heard about you about four or five years ago. Before that, um, I had a long history of, like, with my parents, and, like, they're constantly trying to divorce or separate, you know, along, as I was growing. And uh, so I had a lot of anger with both of them. Right. I just consequently. And they were decent parents. They tried. But, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, immigrants, it's, it's hard for them. Um, yeah, it's hard on the immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the blacks say. It's hard on the black man in America. Yeah. White people need to start saying that now. It's hard on the white man <laughs> in America. <laughs> Might as well. Everybody else saying it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but anyway, so, um, so I've, along the way, you know, over the years, in a way, I feel like I did forgive it. I did say I forgive you for the things that happened along the way. To both of them at different times. Right. And so now I'm stuck to where kind of where she's at about should I go forgive them again? Where inside I've thought about it a lot. I don't have any anger. I've kind of let go of all that. Right. Um, I feel nothing but like peace with them. I try to stay away from them because they're annoying. But, <laughs> but you know, the one or two days that I'm around them, I try to, I'm okay. Like I, right. could, I could deal with them. Yeah. Would, so your question is what? Do you th- would you consider? Do you think that I should go and forgive them? Not if you no. don't see that. If you don't see you need to, don't. Okay. Don't do it just because someone said it. You have to see it for yourself. Right. And if you see you need to, you will. If not, if you've already done it, that's fine. Yeah. That's why I want you to do the silent prayer because all that's hidden from you will be revealed to you. Yeah. So, but if you don't have it, no, you're fine. Yeah. And it I feel sounds like, like you just need to do the silent prayer. I was about to say that. It sounds like that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you can start speaking up and yeah. overcome all this emotional stuff. Yeah. You know, worry about how someone got to feel and, or how you got to feel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Really, you need to do the silent prayer. Yeah, I know. Because you still believe in your thoughts. And are you convinced yet that all thoughts are all lies all the time? Yeah, about about ninety percent there. Okay. I still, you know, sometimes you do kind of question yourself, like, wait a second, right? But then you have to remind yourself, like, oh no, no, let go. We do this, the prayer so the light of the Father should shine on the darkness of the mind. Yeah, because the mind, the thoughts are wicked. Yeah, they are like wicked, wicked, deceiving, evil, wicked. I had no idea how how wicked the thoughts are. The more I learned about them, uh, the more I realized how wicked they are. 
Yeah. And people who believe in thoughts are wicked people. And it's not them, but it's that thing that's made a home in them. So yeah. you really want to be separated from the darkness. And the light will cause you to overcome the darkness. But you can't make it happen. Yeah. So do the prayer. You sound fine, man. Do the prayer. Yeah, I'm getting there. I feel fine. It's not, this isn't like heavy stuff. It's just like, right. it's, it's like a reminder. Yeah. And to see you in person and to be able to ask you and hear it from you directly. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Well, do the prayer, man. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. And so when you wanted to tell your ex now that you didn't want to get back together, were you like, ah, I got something to, to tell you. <laughs> uh, she's going to get angry, but so the weekend. She, she, the no, week, don't worry about her. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Um, so the weekend I after I had, we had broken up, I went back home. It was my birthday. And my sister got a little dinner together. And she's like, oh, Ollie, I didn't know whether uh, you were heartbroken and I should invite her or not. And I just started laughing because heartbroken. Oh, we. <laughs> that was a Who's lot. Who's driving, you or her? <laughs> she, 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 She's driving? No. Oh. No, uh, no okay. way. Not at all. all right. <laughs> I recommend that for all of you that you start dealing with these little things now. Because the little things in life will make you stronger and stronger and stronger. And when the, when the major stuff comes, and it will come, you'll be ready for it. It's like a growing thing. You got to deal with little issues. You got to face them, forgive, so you can grow in strength. Because as you become sons and daughters of God, the enemy coming for you. So you want to be ready for it. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to be honest with people. Just don't resent them. Right. All right? That's all. But do decide the prayer. You'll be fine. Yeah. All right? Okay. Any other questions? No. I'll, if I think of more, I'll ask. All Thank right. you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Any questions about any of this conversation? Anything you want to say about that? Uh, no questions. I mean, like he kind of brought up, we had this conversation a few months ago, and I found it very easy to not. I mean, like you said, I didn't like it when it was happening. But, right. Um, just everything I've kind of learned from you and he's helped me with and I figured out throughout the years kind of helped me get to the point where I do have to remind myself in those moments when I start overreacting or getting emotional like you're fine I kind of just tell myself you're safe God's with you wherever I am so yeah um yeah I thought it was pretty easy to I guess forgive I didn't feel like there was much to forgive he was just being honest so. nice are you doing the prayer no I need to be better about that too I do it every once in a while when it's like emergency moments but it should be constant <laughs> pray without so, ceasing so when things get rough you're like oh lord let me uh, go yeah. pray <laughs> pull back on the reins a little bit i would recommend that you do it all the time yeah. you know every morning every night and during mm-hmm. the day just kind of be aware mm-hmm. because in those moments where you look like things are, are, are fun and no problems mm-hmm. you're not growing you only grow when you overcome difficult times yeah. But you want to uh, stay with the Father. That's why he says, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Because the devil is busy all the time. Yeah. And you never know when you try to uh, mm-hmm. tempt you or come upon you or a situation will happen. You won't be ready for it. Yeah. And you'll find yourself overreacting. Yes. And yeah. that's what he wants you to do is to mm-hmm. overreact, meaning Satan. Oh, I know. Because every time you overreact, he draws you more into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you're idea on all thoughts or lies has helped me a lot this year because I had a problem with overthinking. So yeah. And then when I stop and I'm like, why am I even thinking this or what? That's right. 
Is the evidence for this thought? I don't know. It's Just the awareness of it is mm-hmm. amazing. Yes. It Absolutely is. amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, good. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> is this your first time here, sir? Yes. Nice. What's your name and how did you hear about us? Glenn. Um, I started watching senior videos here and there on uh, YouTube. Oh, okay. And any questions or disagreements or anything? Um, we agree on a lot. Is there one thing we don't agree on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, w- w- it's me- not a big deal. It's not a big deal? No. Oh, okay. You don't want to ask me about it? Not necessary. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Thank Are you doing the silent prayer on it? Uh, no. And why not? Um, good question. <laughs> it's, uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's really, really, uh, anybody else first time? No. It's really amazing that, um, that people don't do the prayer. And that you let Satan talk you out of it. Because it's not you talking you out of it. Is Satan talking you out of it? Really, because he does not want you to be still. And it's easy to do that hoop and holler prayer. Oh, bless me, Lord. Good morning, God. Have mercy. <laughs> it's hard for the ego to sit still. I was thinking about uh, the, the difference between the inner world and the outer world. And... Um, the outer world teaches us that anger is good, that you need a little anger to protect yourself, right? And they said anger is your defense. If you don't have anger, you're not going to be able to defend yourself, you're not going to be able to protect yourself. But the inner world says to forgive. Let it go. The outer world says that that is about racism and sexism, all these ism. But the inner world says it's between good and evil. It's a spiritual battle. That that's what we're dealing with, right? The outer world say that we should hoop and holler and carry on for God, right? But the inner world says, be still and know the Father. Of ourselves, we know nothing. We can do nothing. The outer world tell you to uh, um, that you can change yourself. Uh, they, they have now convinced human beings to put your vices out there in the world and tell everybody about them. Whatever your vices is, tell you about them, right? As though they can do something about it, and they can't. They can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. And they end up judging you once they find out what your vice is. They'll judge you. But the inner world says, I'll change your heart. I will cause you to overcome everything. I'll clean up everything for you. To just be still, let me do it. Of ourselves, of ourself, we can do nothing, right? The outer world will also have you put your vices out there. And then they'll judge you as though they have no vices. They'll be mad at you. They'll gossip about you. They'll judge you. But they won't check themselves to see, well, who am I to judge? Let he would without throw without sin throw the first stone. They'll throw stones at you, but not at themselves. They take no responsibility. The outer world have us fighting amongst each other based on color, race, male, female crap, right? When we are all the same, there's not one that's different than the other. Not one. All have sin. All the same, right? All of us have sin. 
But those who come back to the Father, you're all the same. You're sons and daughters of God. Nothing special about you. But the world divide us and make us feel one is better, one is richer, one is handsome, one is pretty, one is this and one is that. One is your fault that this is happening, your fault that this is happening to me when it's not true. But God said that of ourselves we can do nothing and it's not our fault. We were born into this thing. And that we cannot change it. Paul said, remember when Paul had a thorn in his side or something? And over the years, I didn't think much about Paul's situation. When I heard it as a kid and a teenager, I used to hear the adult talk about Paul Thorne, and they were trying to figure out what it was. And people were literally guessing at what his thorn was. Some people said he was an alcoholic. <laughs> Some people said he was gay. Some people said he was a slut maker. They didn't know what it was. Isn't that you ever heard about Paul thing? Paul said, uh, of myself, I have this thing going on, and I'm paraphrasing. I have this thing going on in me, and I've been trying and trying to overcome it. I've been hating it, I've been trying, but I realized once he was born again, he realized he couldn't do anything about it, so he stopped trying, and God took care of it. And so he never did tell what that thing was. But y'all tell it now. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? He never did tell him what his vice was. Don't let Oprah know you're not telling it. Come on, Oprah, show it and tell it all. And she'll go, oh, yeah, we all got that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you go on Oprah and you tell all your vices. And then she'll say, oh, I know how you feel. I went through the same thing. Hoppo beat me, right? And then you feel good for a minute, but it doesn't make you free. You feel good for a second for telling your vices to the world, but it doesn't set you free. And now when you're walking around and the world see you, they think that's who you are. They're judging you. I know of men and women who have attended different, over the years I've seen this, because I didn't grow up with this. I, I just started seeing it over the last 31 years or so. Men and women would go to meetings and they would stand up and tell their personal vice in the public because they think they're all Christians and everybody trying to help one another, right? And then people judge them 31 years later about that. And they don't trust you. They might let you know, might not let you know, but they're telling other people. Well, y'all tell your vices. I ain't telling my vices. Never have and never will. I turn my mouth over to the Lord because I realized I couldn't get over them. Y'all can de- keep doing that if you want. They're going to use it against you. Wait until you run for mayor or governor or school board or whatever, right? The first thing they're going to do is go to the computer and try to destroy you. They don't care about you. They can't do anything about it anyway. Why are you telling them? When I was growing up and anybody did that, they were like, what the? And our family taught us, keep your stuff to yourself. They can't do nothing. All they do is talk about you. So y'all stop that. The world tell you to do that. God tell you to be still and he would take care of it. He doesn't care about that. He care about the heart. So don't be running around here telling all yourself, what? can't nobody do anything about it anyway. Just think about that. You still got to go home and deal with it. You still got to walk through the world dealing with it. Only God can cause you to overcome it. It's the heart, not the vices. You've been lied to. In the good old days, that wasn't going on. 
I don't even know if my grandparents, I know they had them now that I know that how the world works, right? I don't know my grandparents' vices or my father or my mother or my aunt and uncle. I don't know. I know they had it. I'm sure, sure they did because we all sinned, so you have to have them. But they didn't go around wearing them on their sleeves and telling everybody about it and all that. They said, take it to Jesus, and that's the right way. The world tell you that. Don't listen to the world. The Christians are being trained by the world. They're doing it the worldly way. And y'all need to see that we are all the same. I don't care how many degrees you have, how many preaching degrees you have, how, how big your house is or not, who you hang out with. Everybody got something to overcome. Some people do and some don't. Come out of your head about this mess. Really. What are y'all thinking right now? <laughs> y'all just looking? Okay, let me take this young man first and then here. Yes, sir. Thank you, Samuel. Uh, so uh, I've been wondering, uh, does kindness also create stillness in us? Kindness? Yeah. When we... If it's the right kind. Let's say you see a need that you should meet. Absolutely. But if, you, if you're doing it for the wrong motivation, then that's not good. If okay. you're being nice just so someone to be nice back to you, that's yeah. not good. But if you see a legitimate need and you want to help out or you yeah. want to be kind, nothing wrong with that. It's the motivation. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I kind of realized that a little while ago, and I wasn't too sure. I thought I'd bring it up today. And uh, definitely, I think that's how a lot of people think. That's why they don't do the silent prayer. Yeah. Because they think you should forgive, like you, like you mentioned, obviously. And, uh, they, they should be kind. Um, no, you should be righteous. Righteous. Righteous is the way to go. Okay. And the Father will cause you, when he changes your heart from anger, yeah. he will cause you to become righteous as he is righteous. He will cause that to happen. Mm. Okay. And then in righteousness, you see the right way to go. You see how to treat all people. But if you're just trying to be kind to get along or make it in the world, that's not the right. That, that won't work. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Um, I have a question. So, you know how telling your vices to people? So, I used to go to this big, really big, big church, mega church. And they used to have this thing where you go minister yourself and you tell your vices to uh, certain pastors and stuff like that. So is that wrong? Yeah. And um, what about, okay, so what about therapy? That's not wrong, right? Yes. Therapy is wrong too? Yes. And let me tell you why, because the therapy is, therapists or therapy or whatever they are, they're not pointing you back to the source. Mm-hmm. They're not telling you, you know what, the vice is not the problem, the heart is the problem. They're not telling you, oh, I can't do anything about it. you got to forgive. So that you can be free. They'll end up giving you medication. Now you're walking around in your head high and messy. Yeah. And, and they don't tell you that it's you. They tell you that it's someone else. Because the only reason that we suffer as long as we do is that we refuse to forgive. We've, made, we've been told that it's somebody else. There's nobody else. We forgive our parents because they should be perfect, right? And since we realize we're not perfect, so they weren't perfect, we forgive them. That's all you need. I can't help you. Nobody can help you but God. So when people come to my office, I tell them, hey, 
do the silent prayer. It's about forgiveness. You have been turned away from the Father. Mm-hmm. So the vices will fall away. And I've learned over the years that that's what they do. You, gotta, you can't make yourself overcome the vice. You've got to overcome the anger. Because right. It separates you from the tree of life. Okay. Okay. So I have a, I have another question because I've been watching you for like five months. Right. So my other question is what because I want to understand it. What do you mean when you say return to the Father? Because I'm I want to I would like you to break it down for me because I don't understand it. I like I like what what it said what what I think it means. Right. And return to Jesus Christ, but I know I've returned to Jesus Christ like many times. You know, like a. <laughs> No, because it's true. Many times. Many times. But you can't turn away once you return to. Once you're born of the Father, you cannot be unborn. Well, that's how I've been conditioned. Right. These legalistic churches that I've gone to, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a spiritual order in life God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children. But it comes from the Father, right? Mm -hmm. And then, long story short, Adam and Eve happened. And so Adam had a good relationship with the father, so the love was coming down the way it should be. He was in order. And then he got married, and then she went and listened to the serpent. And so, because for a while she was obeying him, making dinner, she didn't have to go to work. <laughs> she was just pumping out babies. <laughs> oh, no, I'm playing. But she, she loved her husband who loved the father. Mm. And she was happy being a woman. Then Satan came along and said, hey, uh, uh-uh. you know, like the world, uh, you don't want to let no man tell you to be home. You're just like the man. You're like, no, 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 I'm not like the man. And uh, I'm a woman, he's a man. And then they come back again, you high. Remember that day I told you, you're just like, you're like, yes, I remember. That man, I can't believe it. And then you listen to the lie, and once you believe the lie of the serpent, he became her, her god. So Eve would no longer obey Adam, not at all, because she now have an ego that came from the serpent. She thinks she's her own woman. And then she finally got Adam to believe her. Adam, why you listen to your father? Your father, you obey the man, right? You listen to your father. Get your own mind. Don't listen to your father. Your father ain't no good. And finally, she convinced him to believe it. And he believed her. And the moment he believed her, he could no longer believe the father. And so, um, and Adam was born from the father. He was not born from a woman. He was born from the father. Okay. And so, um, so he believed the woman. The woman became his God. He now subject to the woman. He tried to get love from the woman. He, he scared to tell her things. He was intimidated by his God. And so what, long story short, what happened after that? There was no way men and women can overcome that fallen state. They had no way out. And so God had to send another guy that would create, that came from him and not from the woman. So he created Christ so that Christ would be born of the Father. And that way when we believe the Son, we now believe back into the Father. And all men, all men, whether they are weak or not, are sons of God. They've just been turned away from the Father. When they were turned away from their earthly fathers, they were turned away from the spiritual father. Because the man represents God. He just doesn't remember it because he was turned away by his mother. But he does represent God. Okay. 
And so when you go and forgive your earthly father, he may be weak, and most of them are because they don't know how to return. Mm-hmm. And but when you forgive your earthly father, God will forgive you. That's it. Right. The rest is easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I you believe in once you believe your forgive your earthly father through him, you believe God. Right. Because they are they're like Christ. They're just in a fallen state, been turned away from the father, but they're like Christ on earth. Can I ask you a different question? It's a, it's a question that I've just been, uh, just it's been roaming around this thought. Do you think Eve slept with the devil? Is that what it means when she ate the apple? Do I think she it's a real question. Her? Yeah, it is a real question, but I don't know. But is it, do you? <laughs> I, oh, let me tell you the reason I don't know. Yeah. It's because if you, if you, let's say you didn't have anger, if your parents were perfect and you never had anger, you would never be attracted to sex. And so she, something caught, once she believed in him, that's when she got ready. But, yeah. <laughs> but if you had, <laughs> but if you never mm-hmm. got, because anger awakened the emotions. They make you feel good, it makes you feel bad. Right. That comes from anger. But if you don't have that anger, no one can make you feel good or bad. And that way they can't control you. Because you now have perfect love from the Father. So you're not controlled by the world around you. So I don't know exactly what happened, but I do know, I do believe that the sex didn't come until after she got angry. Mm. Yeah, okay. I just felt it hard to believe that she ate an apple. Like, <laughs> an Yeah, apple. it's hard to know exactly what it is. For yeah. me, I don't know exactly what it is at this point. But I do know that when you have peace, you have peace within, nothing is missing. But if you don't have peace, you're always looking for something or somebody to make you feel good. And that's how the people control you. Mm. They make you feel good or they make you feel bad. Do you feel it's that way with music as well? Do you listen to, earth, I don't want to say earthly music because I feel that, that like, that's just church talk. Right. But, and I hate that. I hate, yeah, I have hate. But I hate when they say, oh, church, you know, earthlings, you're an earthling. Like, <laughs> what does it mean I'm an earthling? That's you know? right. But do you listen to music? Like, do you listen to, uh, I don't know, the Rolling Stones, Tupac? Like, you must not that be makes listening you feel- to the show. Huh? I sing all the time on the show. Don't I sing? Yeah. This is the day, the day that life began. I enjoy music. Only because it makes you, because the reason I'm asking is because music makes you feel certain things. Right, but I don't, I don't, it's not my identity anymore. I'm not, when I listen to music, I'm not trying to make myself feel better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because God made the voices. He must have wanted you to sing, right? Yeah. Remember how David sang and danced? Mm-hmm. In the Bible, David sang and danced. Right. And, but before when I would listen to music, I listened to music to feel good because I was sad or right. I, I, I lost my woman. Or I was mm-hmm. sitting at the dock of the bay. Driving up and down at four or five like I'm crazy. <laughs> Tears everywhere. <laughs> but now when I listen to music, it's not to get an identity from it. I see. I can enjoy sense. good music. Nick and I were about to singing this morning. Did I hear you singing this morning? Nick and I were singing. We were playing oh, this. You were naked and singing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Jesse. I love you. But Wish for thinking. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is not on TV, right? Oh. No, I said Nick and I was singing. Oh, I see. 
didn't know your name was Nick. Oh. That's an anchor baby. Oh, yes, I've seen you. You're funny. <laughs> but we were playing, I was yeah. playing this song, This Is The Day. What's this called, Nick? Huh? What's this? Um, this Is The Day The Lord Has Made or something? It was a really nice song. Yeah. Okay. And so we were singing. Uh-huh. But once you come back to the Father, you're going to be in, uh, you're going to enjoy the God made it possible to sing. He doesn't want you to get an identity from it to replace that over him. We must love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our might, along with nothing else. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in love with music, but I can enjoy a nice music. That's what it's for. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. I was just talking, you know, the emotion part and how music sometimes makes you feel. You know, like you said, the woman dumped you and you were crying and right. you were driving, you know, that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, here you That made sense, though? No, that made sense, yeah. yeah. We, we've been taught wrong in the, in the churches, in the schools, in the homes. They have made us more emotional and worse rather than setting us free. Right. Everything they've taught us has been wrong. Mm-hmm. It's totally been wrong. The, the world said we should judge one another, but God said we should forgive one another. God forgive the murderer, the rapist, the uh, robber, or the, the, the lesbians, or the homosexuals, <laughs> or, or, or the drug addict. He forgive, uh, what's the name of that man that there was like, what do you call those people that go around killing a whole bunch of people? Terrorists? What? Serial murders? Yeah. He forgive them. So, but he would be would judge them, right? Okay. So the Bible does say, and correct me if I'm wrong. The Bible does say, uh, judge every, judge nothing, or I, you know, honestly, I don't really read the Bible that much. To, but you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hope I don't sound ignorant, but that's no, don't I'm worry here. about that. We all are. No, I no 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 I know I know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so the Bible has a verse, and I'm not sure what verse this is, but the the Bible says, "Judge nothing, but judge it all." And that's what happens when you discern. Okay, so that's you will see it, but you won't judge it. You won't hate it. It won't make you angry. And that's what discernment is. And that way, you don't play God. Mm. That makes sense. Because we can't judge one another. No one. Not one human being. Jesse Peterson or no one because we all come into sin. So no one can judge each other. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going to hog up the microphone. No, you can hog. You come a long way. Yeah. No, it wasn't that far. <laughs> no, it was. Come back. Hey. Come back. Yeah. Come back. I'm back. Yeah. But do you understand it? I really want you to understand that because, and the reason I'm so serious about it now, but yet not tripping out serious, I counsel with people around the world, and it's all the same, and they've all been trained the wrong way. You know, they've been told this is the problem, that is the problem, and they grow up thinking that they can fix their own life, they can repair, and they can't, Mm-mm. and they'll suffer. And the moment they realize, wow, that makes sense, because yeah. they can see where I'm coming from, it makes sense, and then they, they're like, they can change. But they spent a whole lifetime suffering unnecessarily. Yeah. Christ has already suffered for us. And he made it possible so we can overcome our little stuff. That's all. I have another question for yeah. you. Um, and then I'll, I'll give her the microphone. I got this. Um, what? 
Oh. Right. Oh, you do. Oh, I don't, I'm not controlling. You're controlling this. Right. Oh, okay. What the? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> okay, so where'd you get your, I don't idolize you, obviously, right? But I respect you and I think you're funny and stuff. But where do you get all your wisdom from? Like. That's a good question. How do you see me? How do I see you? Yes. Um, I see you as a, I, gosh, wow, you ask the questions. Let me see. How do I see you? Um, as a wise man. I'm glad you didn't say old man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to no, ask, I'm, I'm if you want to marry me. Huh? Do you want to marry me? What? I'm kidding. Do I want to marry you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told my this dad. This is the second proposal I got. Yeah, and so um, I see you as an as an older wise man. Like I just see you. Do you see me any differently than you see your friend or this guy or this guy or anyone else? Well, I don't. I don't see. I don't see that you as a person have more value than my cousin, than him, than him, than him. No, I think. But I see because I hear you speak every morning. I I watch your show. And I've gone to other churches, and I've gone and I've heard other pastors, and right. it's gone through here and come out through here. Right. And just by YouTube alone, like I've learned a lot from your show. So, how do I see you as as a wise person? So, but do you see Jesse the person in a differently? Do you see yourself? No, um, it's kind of hard for me to articulate it, but I feel like I've come out of like this uh, legalistic mentality and maybe i've been taught wrong many for many years yeah you have no i have because the one thing i can absolutely tell you everything you're looking for everything you are everything you need is inside now it's in us it's not outside at all Mm -mm. it's inside and that's why we must he gave a new kingdom a new reality a new world and it's inside and we must only look inside and not on the outside for anything Right. No, no, no. I don't idolize you, but I respect. No, I don't idolize you. No, I wasn't thinking that. I'm just wondering, how oh. do you see me? Do I know. See I see me? you as wisdom because, I, like, I guess, and forgive me for this, but I'm comparing you to other pastors that I've, I've gone to church, yeah. you know, mega churches and stuff, and they've never really like hit a spot in in me, like, right. You know, and now when I hear you and I respect my, you know, my father, and I think he's a wise man, and he's like, oh, who is this guy? Like, let's hear, you know what he has to say he's like i agree with jesse 100 percent. like wow i and so not that we're idolizing you but we no, i'm not thinking that i'm just yeah. asking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no because i just want to make it clear right <laughs> but i'm not thinking that at all no 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 no. i i understand no um but we just like like i've never heard a pastor speak the truth yeah and yeah. so i'm just wondering is this something that you studied is it something that came from god is yeah, i'm it, gonna tell you that in a minute it's a very good question yeah that's what that's what prompted me to ask you that question. Mm-hmm. Not just that, other things too. Let me ask Hassan, and I'll come to you in a minute here. Hassan, how do you see me? It, it's like you read my mind, and because I literally was just thinking that, and I was, I was gonna. I, it's funny because my girlfriend is always like, "You Jesse Junior" and stuff like that, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And and then listening to her say that, I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if that's true. I think I do. First of all, I love you. 
And second of all, I think I do love you more than I know you say like love everyone the same or something like that, but no. I just right now was thinking I don't think I, I do love Jesse more than most people <laughs> because most people haven't been the living example of Christ in my life. Like, um, so I know you say like Christ is our brother. And so I look at you like a brother, but I do love you more. Do you see me differently? Do you see yourself or other people? Hmm. This is such a good question, huh? I learned some about this. I came to learn this, the real master this. I really did, because I didn't know. I'm from the cotton fields of Alabama. I don't even know how I got here. But. <laughs> yes. Y- yes, what? I do look at you different. Then you, you see me differently than you see yourself. Not myself. Uh, do you see me the same as you see yourself? Yes. And how's that? Because you pointed me back. To myself. So you are a mirror. Okay. And I think Christ was a mirror. And he was. Yeah. And Michael Jackson. There's other people too, but. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, so. And I don't. And, and I do think other people are mirrors also, but to see somebody walking that is this idea of Christ is like, that makes it different to me. Okay. And before even just right this second, before you called on me, I always struggled with that because I would tell my girl like, no, I don't put Jesse, you know, let no man teach you. Jesse ain't teaching me. And, uh, but because you were the mirror and pointed me back to, you know, myself and everything. Yeah, I do. I, okay. I, yeah. Amazing. Let me ask you, black guy, Lord. <laughs> How do you see me? Do, yeah. Um. I just see you as a, like a guide or somebody that's going to point us in the right direction. So we know? Somebody that's going to point in the, in the right direction. Do you see me any differently than you see you, yourself? Yeah. Yes. You see me differently than you see yourself? Yeah. I see you as somebody that's like, I mean, I don't know, I can't like judge your heart like you say, but I see you as somebody that's closer to God, like, it's like you've found like a path. But, so am I different than you? Yeah. In what way? In that you're closer to God. Oh, okay. Amazing. Is that about this? Okay, how do you see... See, Have you ever thought about that? How do I see Jesse? Um, when you brought up the... I, I don't know, in one of... Like a show or a church or something, you brought up like... You know, every man should lead himself and no yeah. man should have a leader. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, it made me question, like, because you're kind of like a leader. You know, you're the pastor. I guess every pastor is a leader, and everybody that points you in the right way is somewhat of a leader because without right. them, you wouldn't have anybody to follow. So, um, yeah, I mean, I saw you as a leader, and I guess I had to just kind of, like, kind of correct myself, like, look at myself and kind of step into that role myself. How do, how do I be a leader how do I be my own leader, or how do I not have this man pointing, who's pointing me in the right direction, not be my leader? Right. So. Okay. Amazing. Yes, Mayor. How do you see me? Um, like he said, I see you as a. I don't know if it's the word is leader, but I think I see you as somebody that you know everybody's in this path, and somebody, some people are like farther away in the path. Some other, some others are like. Or, or just beginning the path or something like that. I feel like I'm just beginning the path of um, being 100% with God. Right. And you are farther away, right? But you had the same opportunities. You had, you're like the similar as me in the sense of like we can all do it, right? We are capable of. So I don't see you different in that way. Do you see me in a differently than you see your own husband? Um. No, I don't see you differently because I think that's what I was going to tell you. Who would you go to first for advice, me or your husband? My husband. I've been, <laughs> I've been going to my husband for questions. Um, I've been going for my, to well, my husband. Prior to that, would you go to me first or your husband? At the beginning, beginning? Yeah. I was going to you. And yeah. why was that? Um, because I wasn't, I didn't trust in my husband. I had a resentment. Oh, to him, and I had to like ha- shed a lot of those resentments. Yeah, because I those resentments made me have an ego about it. So I needed somebody like in the middle that was you to like help me see. Oh, and then okay. I felt like whatever you were constantly saying is that you have to trust him. Like you just have to get over and trust him. And I did that, and it's amazing. And that's the point that I was gonna say. I think as a woman, a woman should look up to their husband. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're similar in the sense of, like, God loves us the same, and we have the same opportunities to go to him, you know. But I look up to my husband uh, because I know he's in a, like, he's less emotional. He's in a better path right. and, and a lot of things. And that's how I see you. You're just farther away than me. Like, I'm just beginning, and I, you're an inspiration, you know. Nice. But I wanted to ask one last question. Okay. Uh, about the music is really quick. I listen to music. You say what I sing is really great. No. <laughs> what you say? I was gonna say you're right. <laughs> no, about the music thing. It's really quick. Um, I listen to music to go to the gym. Oh. To pump myself up. Is that bad? I don't know. Because I, I sometimes I don't want to go and I have to like listen to music that had like a certain beat, so it like wakes me up. But I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it good or bad. Really, you I, just I'm, do it, you just do it. Yeah. Don't be putting names on everything. Well, I feel like it's an emotion, right? You're like. But if it is, just notice it. But yeah. don't be saying, oh, Lord, is this good or evil? <laughs> Am I trying to escape? No, you know I don't know if I'm distracting myself from really but going. Well, pay attention to yourself and you'll see. Yeah. Really. Okay. Just pay attention to it, but yeah. don't judge it. Yeah. So I got to ask two more people this and then I got to move on, all right? Uh, right here. How do you see Jesse with the, with the American flag? Yeah, uh, as an older brother, as a wise brother, like I would go to you for problems, you know. 
Right. Not there's a. I don't. I believe like uh, you only. You only. You're only lucky to find one or two confidants in life that will tell you the truth, even though you don't want to hear it. You know, right. it's something precious she's a hold on to. Um, do you see me any differently than you see any other human being? No. Like not. I'm assuming you're saying like if I would put you in front of somebody else. Like, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I'd be. I don't think I put people in order like that. I guess. Okay. Amazing. Had you ever thought about that before? No, not at all. Oh, okay. And yeah, I would. I would. I think before I would be more looking for someone to tell me what to do in life instead of guiding me what to do in life. There you go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How you see me, Big Bump? Did y'all know that this is Big Bump? I thought it was Derek. <laughs> I thought it was Derek, but it's Big Bump. <laughs> no, it's Derek. Go ahead. How Say you see Jesse? Oh, um, it was funny. The same way he said it. They're like a older brother. I see you as a, a wise man, for sure. And do you see me in a different way than you see you? No. Or how about the other men and women? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. Nice. And the last one, Marlene. Marlene, how do you see Jesse? Hi, Jesse. Um, I see you like, yeah, like an older uncle, an example for sure. We need the older part out, please. (laughs) (laughs) You look amazing for your age, of course. Okay. Yeah. You're definitely way stronger than an eight-seventy-four-year-old I've met. Um, I think you are, right? <laughs> According to my calculations, I think you're 74. Doesn't she need a new calculator? Oh, yeah. I'm 72 and I'm 4. That's not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming sorry, fast enough. <laughs> but yes, I oh, see I you. Oh, I see you as an older, wiser guy. 74. <laughs> I'm sorry. But go ahead. Jesse. No, I'm playing. I'm joking. But yeah, it's an example. It's an example for sure. Um, somebody that um, is guiding a lot of us that are kind of confused or, or lost to the direction of the Father. So, yeah. But I don't see you different like you're more than me or anything like that. No. Nice. <clears throat> and you see everybody the same. Yes. Good. The reason I asked this because... Oh, let me ask Marlene for you. So, do it... It, it, do you see Bond as a cult? No. They do tell us that we're kind of cultish because of certain terminology that we use, but um, no, not at all. But when you like walking around here, do you see any cult signs or something? No. Or anything? Cup water? Cult water or anything? <laughs> no. Right. Any Kool-Aid? <laughs> no. Anybody offer you any Kool-Aid? <laughs> not at all. I know, uh, but you don't see any cult signs or or anything, right? No, not okay. at all. No, again, it's just per, per, probably just terminology that we use, like the hierarchy and things like that. But um, I think people that are really seeking the truth will be able to see it. Um, that this is the truth. This is what God has for us. Yeah. You may not be citing scripture identical to like many pastors, right? But um, I I believe, and I do. It's been a year, over a year that I've been coming, but I can see your message. I can, I can see it in scripture. So it's just being, I guess, open. 
Oh, okay. Have you seen any cult signs since you've been coming? Right here. Okay. The father or the son? The son. I mean, I'm sorry, the father. <laughs> and then the Holy Ghost. <laughs> is there is something going on around him that said we were cult? Nothing at all. I, I want to know why you would say that, but. Okay, I'll tell you in a minute. And how about the son? You see it? Because you're young. You see it if he was here. No. No, huh? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. So the reason I ask that because I noticed that people like me until they get mad at me. And then when they get mad at me, they go out and they say, oh, that's a cult. <laughs> or they say uh, kind of all kind of things, right? But I often wonder, why don't they say it while they're here? If I was coming to a cult meeting at some point, wouldn't I say, are you a cult leader? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or I would go on the old video. I have a bunch of old 31 years of videos now James has been putting out there. And I would look on there for the coat sign. But, and so, and so I've been wondering about that. How come they say it later, but they don't say it? And they'll come for years and never say it. They seem happy. They agree and disagree. They pretend they're being helped. But once they get angry, it's a total story out there. They become bad witnesses and, and untrue witnesses to this. You know what I'm saying? And then, in their, this is so deep for me, and I'm so glad I'm learning about it. Uh, in their mind, and I don't know this is happening. In their mind, they don't see me as they see themselves and others. They, even if I say I'm not, a, I'm just Jesse. I have to pray. I have to overcome. I had to, to overcome the fallen state, uh, and all that stuff. For some reason, their mind tells them differently, and I think I know what it is. Kind of what you said in me. Because everything I'm doing, I had nothing to do with it. God knew I had vices before he decided, hey, let me use you. He already knew that, right? He knew I had vices before he allowed me to see. He knew I had vices before he started to put me out there to tell the truth, that he would clean that up. He changed my heart first, right? And then that. But yet he used you. He's not into the vices the way human beings are. He doesn't care about that. He cares about the heart. And he wants you to spread the word forgiveness, return to the Father. And he's taking care of everything else. But it seems like people don't think that preachers and professional, so-called experts and things, it seems like the people don't think they have vices or something. You know what I'm saying? But they never say that to them because normal people don't go around promoting their vices. You can't do anything about it. Abnormal people do that, right? But the, the judger is believing the lies in their head. He thinks he's better. Oh, he doesn't have vices, right? Or this or that. But they'll judge you for what they think. With no proof or anything. But they don't see. And, they don't, and I wonder, the disciples, they all had vices. Did y'all know that? And they were used in a mighty way. And, so I, and I want you to know this because God judged differently than the world does. Then you treat each other, right? God know we all born in sin and we got to overcome. He changed the hearts so that he can use you to help get the message out. Forgive. Return to love. Don't worry about anything else. He'll change you. But we are all literally the same. When you really, really think about it, every human being born in sin. 
Nobody had perfect parents that I met yet. Hopefully not that you guys are waking up and those who get married and start a family, you'll be perfect for your children. You'll start a new generation. But we are all the same. And so <clears throat> when you see me talking, I'm learning as I'm talking because a lot of stuff I ain't know I know until I say it, right? And But I see how he's changed my life. But so what you see is the light of the Father in me. But that's not me. You know what I'm saying? It's not Jesse. Jesse still has to pray. He has to wait upon the Father so the Father clean up his house. He is no different than anyone else. You just see the light in me working through me. That's the Father in me. It's not me. I'm a human being just like everybody else. I'm just not that dumb where I tell all my business. <laughs> to the public. That's the only difference, right? But I was raised that way. And I remember I never, even in my fallen state, when I partying every night at the clubs and all that kind of stuff, right? I don't care how high I got. I still didn't tell my business. I went that high. <laughs> so stop it, folks. The world, God is not holding that against you. So stop telling people your stuff and stop holding it against yourself. Really. Don't, from, when you wake up, you're going to stop judging yourself anyway. It's going to automatically stop because you're going to see you can't change anything. All right. But all human beings are the same and they are not worthy to be put up on a throne. Because if you put them on the throne, you're going to believe in them and not in God. Don't try not to put them on the throne. Just don't do it. You'll see that we're all the same. Don't try anything. I remember when I first started barn, I used to try to make people see that I'm just them. I'm no different. Right. So I would. I would accept invitation to a little parties and things and go to dinner because I wanted the people to see that I was, and this is when I first started out, that I was no different than them. Because I could see that they were kind of treating me a little different, but inwardly I knew I wasn't, right? So I would try to go and be natural. But then when I would go to the parties, people would gather around me at the party and tell me all their problems. I couldn't even enjoy the party because they were making me work. And so I'm like, I'm not going to any more parties. I'm going to stay home. And so I stopped going to parties because they would not treat me as they were treating anybody. They wouldn't let me party. <laughs> I couldn't even get drunk. <laughs> they passed the wine around. I have to say no. Because I got to stay sober so I can counsel. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? But we're all the same. Folks. And what you see in me it's the Father working through me. He's teaching me as I'm teaching you or talking to you, fellowship, whatever you want to call it, right? He's changing me as he's changing you guys. I'm no different. But I, you can appreciate me, but you ain't got to put me on no throne. I'm just Jesse. You should appreciate me by helping out, doing what you do, helping us to help others. But really, it's just Jesse. It's just whomever. It's just Donald, same thing with Donald Trump. I have the utmost respect for Donald Trump. Most people know that. And I said on my show, Donald Trump is a wise man. He's smart. He is a Christian. He knows what he's doing. But make sure you keep a little space there in between so that when he does say or do something that you don't agree with, you don't turn on the man. Because he's going to eventually say or do something that you're not going to agree with. And if you made him your God or you thought he would uh, put him on the throne, the moment he said or did something you didn't like, oh, I don't like Donald Trump no more. 
he support the LGBTQ or he didn't put the wall up. That other, if Donald Trump support all that, that's Donald Trump. But look at what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? But the reason you turned on him because you made him your God and he didn't know it and you listened to your thoughts. You made him your God. You turn on him. Then you blame him for you turning on him. You don't even take responsibility. Well, why did I turn on Donald Trump? What made me angry at him? What's wrong with me that I'm angry at Donald Trump? Donald Trump never said he was God. But I treated him as he was God. And now I'm mad because God didn't do this or he didn't say this or he said that. Think about that. That's because you made him your God. He didn't tell you to do that. And Donald Trump is not here to read your mind as I can't read your mind. That's why you got to, got to do what you want. Doubt every thought, folks, about anything at all time because the thoughts are wicked. And there's no truth in thoughts. Zero truth in thought. Because the thoughts will make you judge your fellow man and make you feel like you're righteous in judging. And it will prevent you from looking at you for being wrong for judging. You get mad at someone, you feel right about being mad at them. And you want to condemn them, but not yourself, for being mad. Isn't that like something? <laughs> what do you think about this? And I had to learn this stuff the hard way, and I'm so grateful for every lesson. Really. It's been interesting. Because just think about this. When God entered my life, I was in a fallen state. Just like everybody else, right? I had no plan to do what I'm doing today. I... I never walked down the road thinking, one day I'm going to be a preacher. I want to be a preacher. That never occurred to me. I never normally wanted to be that and, or any of that kind of stuff, right? And But yet he saw a reason to use me. Now, y'all need to ask him about that, right? Why Jesse, not me? I have no degrees. I don't write out speeches or plans or anything. He is causing me to do it. If I had to do this on my own will, or if I had a will, right, in my own will, I wouldn't be doing this. I would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> really, I would have packed up a long time ago. And then they accused me of brainwash. I don't even know how to brainwash. What the? <laughs> Matter of fact, I never even, I'm starting to understand brainwashing, though, now that I'm paying attention, I hear it a lot. I am starting to understand how it works. And, and the thing I didn't know is that when I was asleep, you know, when they were turned away from the father, I didn't know I was asleep, you know, away from the father. And so you would believe things that was not true because you were unconscious. And I didn't know that until he made me conscious. And so everyone that's unconscious, it's easy for you to believe lies. Because you don't even know you believe in lies. I was telling James this morning, I think it was this morning, um, when I moved to California at 18, and then I, I'll come to you too. Uh, when I moved to California at 18, I was starting to hear the, the, uh, the race hustlers talk about how bad white people were. Uh, the NWCP and Louis Farrakhan, all those guys, they were blaming white people and talking about white people. I was a young man. I was 18 years old, 18, 19. And eventually I heard it so much, and I didn't hear any opposition to it. I didn't hear anyone saying, no, that's not true. White people are not holding black, black people down. White people are not racist against white people. I never heard any opposition to it, so eventually I believed it. 
because no one said it wasn't true. And even if white folks were saying, oh, yeah, we're guilty. And so I started to believe it. And when I believed that lie, I went for years believing the lie. I started looking at white people in that way, believing it, because I believed it to a lie. And it wasn't until I overcame the anger that I was able to see that that was a lie. That wasn't true. And that they had brainwashed me to believe that so that they could use me for personal gain. Everybody who has anger is brainwashed. You're unconscious and don't know it. You believe things that's not true. You overreact to things that you should not be overreacting to. God does not want you to overreact. He wants you to be still and know him. And if he can use a, a man from a plantation, he'll use you. But he needs you to seek him, come back to him, and he will guide you. I didn't plan to do anything I'm doing here. Never. And I've never had a plan. I had, at one time when I was a, and I've said this before, when I moved out here, I just want to be a player. <laughs> that was my biggest goal. I wanted to have a, a, a red sports car. Some black people love red. I want to have a bunch of clothes, and I want to have my place to live, and I want to have a bunch of women. That was my goal. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing goal? <laughs> but my plan didn't go my way. For I did end up getting the red sport car and all that, but I lost it all, meaning that. I lost it in that it had no more value to me in that way. But I'm telling you, we're all the same. We're all born in sin. And no one is better than the other. Nobody. And we need to have the truth out there. You need to be telling the truth. You need to oppose the lie. And if people get mad at you, and they will, don't take it personally. They can't help it. But you've got to put it out there because if, just think of the next generation, next generation. If they don't hear the truth, then they're going to believe the lie. They're going to believe that Bruce Jenner is a girl. <laughs> they will believe it. They're going to believe in the LGBTQ thing. And now they're trying to convince they tried to change the name where adults can have sex with kids. Did y'all see that video? What was that, Chris? Nick, wasn't it? Uh, do you remember it, Chris? He's right here. Oh, what was that guy saying to change the name of that? Yeah, it was this um, professor from Old Dominion University in Virginia somewhere. Oh, Alan Walker talking about uh, minor attractive persons instead of calling them pedophiles. Wow. Yeah. Minor attracted yeah. person. I'm just a person who's attracted to minors, not a pedophile. You know something? But that just sounds so fancy, though. Yeah, they changed the word minor. What? Attracted to what? A minor attracted person. Yeah. Does that sound like an old man want a pedophile? <laughs> Which word is more effective? You know what I mean? Right, pedophile. But because you're hypnotized with anger... You'll forget the word pedophile and you'll start accepting the lie. You really will because you're brainwashed with the anger. All right? Do what you want with this, but we're all the same. For Watch those thoughts. Every thought is a lie all the time. Thoughts are wicked. They're not from God. And that's why you need to return to the Father and he will shine the light on the thoughts and separate you from them. And you'll just live your life. You really will. And so when I see you, I see the light in you, but I don't see you as my God or special than me or, or anything. It's like they treat women like women are special. 
And now women are crazy as a doorknob. Women are not special. <laughs> what do you think about that? I don't care I'm not. I'm, oh. Have you noticed that they treat women like they're special? No, I've, um, I'm, ha- I'm Latina, obviously, you can tell. Special? But- no, 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 I am special, but I'm special to God. That's like, right. But I've always been a firm believer that men and women are not equal because I'm, right. not, I'm not um, as strong as a man. And, um, of course, I want to be successful, right? But um, I don't – I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but have you noticed that men have been taught to treat women like they're special? Don't correct that woman. Don't, don't call that woman to be word. Don't don't do this right, and the woman like smacking you. Don't smack that woman. What? Well, the whole thing, like I, sorry, men, but there isn't. What is it? Chivalry? Chivalry? I can't pronounce that word. No, chivalry. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. And but I feel like women are to blame for that. Yeah. Because women just like seek men, and they want to be just like men. And yeah. Absolutely. And You're I absolutely just, right. It kind of messes it up for Chivalry me, open the sh- car door for them and stuff like that? It's stuff what like chivalry me? Or like, like, you know, roses or, I mean, I can't that even get a bad That would naturally candy. happen when the human beings are decent. That would naturally happen. You would naturally buy your lady some flowers, but not to make her, to tiptoe around her, you know? No, no, no. I, like, it, I don't. You do it out of appreciation. Or if yeah. the car door, I had to yell at Nick the other day. If <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick has his big car, big black police car. Y'all seen it? Yeah. Victoria? And, and so the car door is real heavy. And he was parked next to my car. Mm. And his girlfriend, Nick, went around and jumped in his car door. <laughs> uh, and his girlfriend was tussling with the big door. <laughs> she didn't want to hit my car with the door. I'm like, Nick, open that car door for What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting up under the stern. We were ready to go. <laughs> And she's tossing with this big old two tons of door. That is so messed. That's messed up. Isn't that messed up? <laughs> so if he had in a chivalry, he would have gone to hell, yeah. right? He was all happy. He didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know. He really took the words equal right to the. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Last word. We got to end. Yes, sir. Do you really believe all thoughts are lies? No, I know all thoughts are lies. You tell a story about how when you were a boy, you made God, made it thunder and rain for you. God did what? You made God make it thunder and rain for you. I asked him to let it rain, yeah. Is that thought a lie? That wasn't a thought. It was just something I wanted to do. It occurred to me that because we have been taught that whatever you ask God, he would do it for you. Who taught you that? Oh, man. What the? Are you able to my, doubt? My parents taught me that. Are you, are you able to doubt that thought? No. Because that's not a thought. You say if you're not able to let something wait. If... If you can't hold on to something, let it go. All right. How's that saying go? If you're not able to let something go, don't hold on, hold on to it. I think you should let go of that thought you had when you were. How old were you when you had that thought? I don't know who you lead us in. I think it I was the devil. That, I think it was the right devil now? and not God that. Take the mic. He's high. How old were you when you had that See, thought? He's high. 
Oh, you're, you're you, running. He's yeah, running. Yeah, I'm running. Okay. Yeah, running. I'm on the run. But y'all understand, right? You got to seek the prayer, do the silent prayer, stay, doubt every thought. If you want to believe him, believe him. All right? I'm not, no sweat off my back. Believe them if you want to. That's up to you. But I'm telling you, the father sent his son that you might be free. And don't put anyone, don't ever judge anyone over you. Treat everybody with love, with patience, with honesty, but don't judge them. We've, that's why when we come here, we fellowship. I don't want to teach you because we've been taught away from God. We really have. And it's so easy to be taught in that English state, that father state, you don't even realize you're being taught. You want the teacher within. There is a teacher within, and he will teach you all things. That makes sense? Anybody disagree with anything they've heard today or need me to try to make it clear or anything? Okay. And don't try to make yourself be this way. He will cause you to become this way. He will live in you, and he will guide you. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. So stop judging yourself. Try not to take that drink or smoke that joint, but if it gets so bad on you, you got to have it. Be aware of yourself doing it. Right? But don't judge it. All right? Uh, let me take this and this hand, and that's it. It's 12.30. I'm on time. Where, Chris? I'm on time, and I won't be judged. Hi. Oh. Yes. Good morning. Um, earlier it's you so mentioned... It's so easy living this way, too. I'm telling you, it's easy this way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, earlier you mentioned that uh, only animals overreact. Uh, yes. And then I think on Friday show or Thursday that people in the fallen state live like animals. Yeah, that's why they're overreacting like yeah. an animal. Yeah, um, I actually have an amazing story. On my way over here, I rode my bike over here because it makes no sense to drive since I live so close. Yes. I actually got ran over by a car. By the grace of God, nothing happened to right me, on. but my shoes ripped up a little, a little bit. My bike got a little twisted, but um, I felt like bursting out, but I didn't. I felt like I handled it really well, but... Right on, man. But man, it was so hard. Jesse, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, anybody will get angry, you know, because I had the green light. You know, I don't know why the guy didn't didn't stop. You but know, you so. can deal with that issue without overreacting to it. You still mm-hmm. could have gotten up since you weren't hurt and mm-hmm. dealt with yeah, it. Yeah, nothing but, happened. You know, just my shoes. And that's when you up, grow. <laughs> when you stop overreacting, you start to grow from within. But when you overreact, you're dying. That's just mm-hmm. that's the way God got it set up. When you overreact, you're dying. I don't care what the situation is. But when you be still through it, and you're growing in the Father, you're growing. He apologized. He apologized, but I felt bad for not acknowledging. I just kept going. You know, (laughs) but man, I could have bursted out saying, you know, making a big scene, and you know, you know, I'm going to sue you, this and that. But I I didn't overreact. You know, so I felt like I handled it good, but I felt bad not not saying, oh, you know. Don't worry about it. But I just kept going. Well, let that, that, that feeling pass. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. It, you know, it, it meant for you to say, okay, how to, it would have happened. Yeah. The fact that you noticed that you didn't overreact to it is the way to go. It's just a life experience. You know, that's life. You know, yeah. all kinds of stuff happens. Stuff you know, happens. But just don't overreact to it. Yeah. Because when you overreact, you go crazy when you overreact. <laughs> you be overreacting all the time because things are always happening. Yeah. You, you go nuts. But when you, when you don't overreact, you become silent. Yeah. And you deal with things in a perfect way. Um, who was the last person? Oh, yeah. Last person. Yes, sir. Um, this is for the question you were talking about earlier about, like, how do people see you or how yeah. do you see you, whatever. 
Um, I, I noticed that. Um, I don't even try to make people see me as, as regular now anymore. I'll just be myself. Because people are going to see things the way they see them anyway. So I'm just. Black you see me as me, yeah. fine. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. But um, like, like even earlier, I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, people. It's almost like you could tell, because we had a conversation yesterday, too, and you could tell when people are um, are trying to put someone on a pedestal or they're trying to make someone their god or, or whatever, because I noticed that um, when, when you know, like say you say one little thing off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then then they, they want to question you, you know what I mean? But they won't do that to anybody else. Yeah. They just question you. And that's how I started noticing, like, people will leave. That's a good leave. point. Yeah, pe- like, right now, that guy, he wanted to say something stupid. Like, that, that, that was so irrelevant. And you know he's I mean? high. Well, I, I don't know if he's high. No, I know he could have been retarded. But can- but the thing is, the thing is, like, is, uh, and it, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody, you know, we, we deal with certain things. But I just noticed, like, it's a controlling thing. And I think God gets rid of that spirit once, you know, obviously, if you, you, uh, you meditate on, on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that. I was like, oh, maybe that's what it is. It's just that people are trying to make, like, they're trying to look for a leader, you know, because a lot of us are sheep, you know? So they're looking for a leader, and then as soon as something doesn't go their way, because they want to be controlling. They want to destroy the leader. Yeah. They are, if it does, like with Donald Trump, if Donald Trump doesn't do what they say with one little thing, they want to destroy him. Well, it's just controlling, I yeah, think. Yeah. That's is. what I think. And, and if you don't, if you're not falling into their control, they just want to, like, just act up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. I'm well, sorry. I see everybody the same. I didn't in the fall the same. I couldn't see, so I didn't see everybody the same. I thought people were mean and nice and this and that. But it's the same spirit in the fall of state, and it's the same spirit when you wake up. All right? I hope this helped a little bit, that you start paying attention now. And, and really, if... The two things you need to do is doubt every thought and stay with the silent prayer. And when situations come, go within and, and stay calm and overcome it. It'll be painful sometimes because you're in your head and the thoughts are feeding the, the pain. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It really will. All right? So I really appreciate it. Do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. But you got to do the prayer. And a lot of people are just not doing it. And I can't make you do it. I'm just pointing the way to the source. All right? I have to do the prayer. And I'm glad now because it's it just, I recognize the voice of the Father now in the same way I used to recognize the voice of Satan. I can tell now when Satan is talking to me. I have no doubt about it. And I can tell now when it's the voice of the Father. You trying to make these guys judge me. Go real fast. Just real, just real quick. Uh, I just wanted to say that in kind of response to what he just said, um, I was talking to this guy yesterday, and he was, like, talking about churches and uh, how the pastor, or the shepherd of the sheep. And he was like, yeah, like, the shepherd isn't taking care of the sheep of the, <laughs> of the congregation. And I, I looked at him, and it just was like the spirit spoke to me, and I was like, well, my shepherd makes more shepherds. And that's what I was meaning by being the mirror of, like, letting us know it's within yeah. and not being the person in between and, um, and just, you know. So that's all. God said, let no man teach you. Why would you trust anybody that's trying to teach you? 
He said, don't let anyone teach you. He also said, trust no angry person. Trust no angry person. They have a heart of stone. They will turn on you. Why would you trust an angry person? You know what I'm saying? Now, you don't walk around not trust. Oh, let me see. I ain't going to trust that. You got anger? Yes, I have. I ain't trusting you. <laughs> not like that. Just be aware. So you got to be, you got to hang out with folks and you got to, but enjoy your life, right? But don't walk around like, you know what I mean, right? Don't be crazy with it. So do the silent prayer and, and, uh, all that. Thank you all. Thank you for coming too, but thank you all very much. Uh, any announcement, Hermes? This Thursday? Nice. Latest, is this the third Thursday already? Wow. Latest form this Thursday. We're going to have it, and I still have, I want all the ladies to show up. I have something really important I want to share with you, all right? So you can, uh, this Thursday at 7 p.m. right here at Barn. Also, we're going to do your Super Chats and D-Lives tomorrow on the show, Jesse Peterson show. And um, if we don't have, if you would like to get a copy of our newsletter, we're about to put our end-of-the-year newsletter, we need your P.O. box or your address. And we don't give them out to anyone, but the newsletter is amazing. So you definitely, if you want one, no cost, make sure we get you, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com and make sure we get your address and stuff like that. All right? And thank you for your donations and your tithing offers. I do appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. It was amazing today. Thank you. Thank you, Okay. Amazing. (laughs) So I want to welcome the visitor.